You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Everybody, to the mind of the meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge, all contained in the mind of the meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Hello. You were doing that intro, and I, I was like, look, trying to look at my shirt. I was like, I, I totally forgot what shirt I was wearing. Nice. My, is that uh, McCuskers? Yeah, my blue McCuskers Metallica style shirt. I thought I was wearing oh, like a blue meanie shirt. That's how it is nowadays in the apocalypse. And it's the uh, blue meanie. Nope. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I was going to put myself over and do the Superman like, ah. Hey, you know what? Nope. Instead, we're putting McCuskers over, which is good. Oh, I always put them over. I miss them. Yeah. Hey, one of these days, man. One of these days. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite posts uh, during this whole thing is... Uh, uh, Dougie, one of the McCusker brothers, is mm-hmm. like, listen, man, you guys better be drinking the apocalypse. I don't want to be uh, around for when uh, your tolerance is low and have to you know, <laughs> deal, with, <laughs> deal with your bullshit, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, you better keep your tolerance up while, yeah. while you're away. I don't want to have to deal with that when, you know, you try to get your sea legs back. Yeah, but you, you, know? you haven't been, right? You haven't been drinking. R- uh, rarely. Um yeah, like we've had a few cocktails here and there just to kind of like blow off steam. But mm. like, and Mrs. Meany brought this up as, as very true and could potentially scary. You don't want to, you know, have a couple drinks and then like, God forbid, you fall down a fucking flight of steps and you can't go to the hospital because yeah, the emergency room's full of uh, COVID patients and you're fucked, you know? Yeah. So no, you don't need that. No. But uh, but there's a fi- yeah, I mean look good. there's a, a fine line between having a couple of drinks and getting sloppy, drunk you know and and yeah. listen at the same time you can fall <laughs> down the stairs uh you know straight as an arrow clean and sober so you know it can happen to anyone but I completely understand the idea of let's not uh, tempt fate. Yeah, one time uh, we came back from the bar or something, and I, I I'm crazy I'm nuts anyway so. She was uh, coming down the steps. I was like, uh, walk down the steps backwards. She's like, why? I was like, it's safer. <laughs> you know, like he's <laughs> facing forward and this like, hand, you know, foot and hand walk backwards down the steps. Uh-huh. It, it's it's safer. She's like, you're an oh. idiot. I was like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Oh, man. Um, and hey. that's become the running joke in the household. So, uh, don't worry. I'll just walk down the steps backwards. That's awesome. 
Uh, maybe that's the name of the episode. Down the steps backwards could be a good a good one. It's early. That's a yeah. that's a lead runner. That's a yeah. lead runner. Write it, write it down just in case. I'm writing it. Uh, maybe maybe Slichter can make a shirt if you crawl it down the <laughs> stairs backwards. Um, uh, we'll hey, out. shout out to Andy Slichter uh, who's dude. joining us here today. Uh, Thank you. I uh, dude's a beast, dude. He's he. We have some more shirts that are finally up on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Um, some really cool ones they put up there. The uh, we've, We also have a bunch from uh, That Was Extreme over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash That Was Extreme. Uh, yeah. That's like they're also made for us. But we've got some great ones. Um, what was the, the newest one he did was the uh, No Tolerance for No Tolerance. Is yeah, a pretty that's a cool. One. That's a pretty cool shirt. Um there was yeah. that. They were both uploaded. We shared them at the same time. There's no tolerance for no tolerance, which is like, you know, has a pride parade and like a super updated pride parade that like encompasses everybody. And it was really cool. Yeah. And then we also have the can man one, which is, in the, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a can man. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah. So we're all over the board here, but, um, yeah. But yeah, hey, uh, speaking of being all over, yeah. uh, you and your Mind of the Meanie logo behind you appeared as we're recording this last night on Vice TV. Uh, yes, and sir. no, you were not on an episode of MLW, which is uh, apparently <laughs> debuting on Vice TV as well. Uh, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. Uh, business daddy. And um, <laughs> we... <laughs> Uh, and then I have a bunch of business daddies now. I have Triller. Um, oh. so congratulations. Hey, oh, by the way, yeah, we're on fight. Uh, hi, Triller. We're, uh, I'm Josh. This is the meanie. Um, hi, dad. Can I have a 20? Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny thing we're going to talk about in a minute having to do with fight, but, um, but yeah, I want to talk about you were on a uh, dark side of the ring confidential. Last yes. night. Now, I have, of course, seen the Owen Hart episode, but I have yeah. not seen uh, because it was an extended episode that then had the extended scenes that you were in. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to really be able to sit and, and take it all in because it's, it's definitely not an episode that you just kind of yeah. have on in the background. Um, yeah. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the experience? You know, you you've been... Wanting to talk about this, I remember you kind of alluding to it on the show. Where, like yeah. you recorded it, I think like the day before we did a podcast, and you know we didn't want to uh, say what you were doing or what it was. And can you? Yeah, fill I don't. Us want, in I now? don't. Yeah, I don't want to spoil their announcement, um, mm-hmm. dude. It was just like a, a random thing. Um, Conrad and uh, the Casio kid, you know, texted me, "Hey, uh, we're in town." And, you know, I was like, man, I'd love to hang out, you know, but, you know, with COVID and everything like sure. that. And they uh, didn't really allude to what they were doing. And then um, and then I got, a re- like, oh, uh, Conrad and Cassio Kid were like, uh, yeah, we're in town. Uh, I know we can't hang because of COVID and all that stuff. But do, and they're asking me for, uh, where's a good place to eat? Or, you know, <laughs> is it all, you know, where, where, where we could get, where can we get, we where can we get some cocktails or something? You know, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I talked to them. I was, you know, shooting the shit with them, you know, texting. And then um, out of nowhere, I get a message from Evan Husney saying, hey, uh, 
one of the creators we're doing this, of uh, one of the of cr- dark side of the ring. Yeah. Yes. Creator, producer, wears many hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very talented. Uh, he said, hey, man, we're doing this. Uh, we're in town. We're filming uh, uh, an update on the Owen Hart uh episode you know with bonus features and stuff like that i was like oh cool he's like uh would you want to be on as that absolutely you know um and you know because you know i was there and all that stuff and we we did an episode dedicated to that right around the uh when we first started doing the podcast around the uh the anniversary which is coming up in may mm-hmm. so i was like absolutely so they um and it was like the day before <laughs> it was so last second but i was like yeah i'm down and uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and know, now for people, for oh, I'm sorry, no, continue. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no. No, no I was go gonna ahead. say for people who who have seen it, um, or people who haven't seen it, rather, uh, the people who have seen it know that you were exactly where you are right now. Um, yeah, pretty much. You're in this, this, uh, Trainini Studios um, because you hadn't. I guess you didn't have a rapid test or whatever it was. And I think maybe it was a comfort level on your part as well, understandably. Yeah. But you chose yeah. not to go down to the ECW arena where they where they filmed it. But you, much like many other, my Kyoto uh, comes to mm-hmm. mind. Um, and then you, much like a lot of other people that have been a part of this confidential uh, side of it, um, they had a TV screen set up right there at the round table um, yeah. for you to be a part of it. And so that was really cool. Uh, that you were probably more set up than they would have expected uh, because <laughs> <laughs> you've got a studio already for the podcast. Um, so that's, yeah. I, they must have been thrilled about that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I logged in and it was so surreal because like uh, a little inside baseball, while I'm talking to them, I'm on the big screen. I don't see them at all. Mm. So it's just them in my, my headphones and I'm looking at a screen of a guy looking at the computer screen, <laughs> basically. So I log in and I'm talking to him, but I have no idea what the setup is as I'm wow. recording with them. I don't see them. No, hey, no wave. You know, I'm talk- basically talking to, you know, my computer screen and whoever's, you know, manning the uh, the laptop there. They, they filmed at the ECW Arena. But, yeah, unless there was some way I miraculously got a rapid test within mm. less than a day, there's no way I could be there in person because they had yeah. really strict protocols. And, you know, with everything going on, I would I was more comfortable, you know, being at home and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, uh, shout out to Andrew Goldstein, who was also one of the uh, show producers who uh, I worked with in WWE. Uh, he was like, hey, Meanie, sweet setup. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, a little, another inside baseball, like the interview I did la- last night uh, uh, was much longer. But the way they, they put it together, uh, you know, pieced together, you know, all the mm-hmm. pertinence and stuff, uh, they did a really good job. And yeah. uh, hats off to them and their and their production crew. I hate hate to use the term "excited" to see it because, right? You know, of right. the nature of it, but very interested uh, to see it. And you know, I'm I'm curious watching it back. Did you feel? I felt that the the episode, the first episode of the the you know um, the Owen Hart story. Uh, what was the title? The last days of Owen Hart. Is that what it was? The, 
yeah, final days. I think it's the last days or final days. I'm sorry. And I because uh, I can I confuse it with the the Road Warrior episode, which is the last ride of the Road Warriors. So right. I'm, I'm confusing those two titles. Um, but I I remember watching it gave me this sense of closure that I mm-hmm. didn't even realize I didn't have. Um, yeah. I got a tiny bit of that sense of closure. Uh, when we did the the episode you mentioned before, um, yeah. early on in our run with Mind of the Meanie, we did one dedicated to Owen Hart, and you opened up about the story and everything, and uh, which I think is probably what put you on the radar as somebody who you know definitely who had a real story to tell and and ha- had an emotional attachment to it. But yeah. I remember just hearing and learning a little bit more about it, like started to because as a fan, I think all of us we just you know this thing happened. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, you know, there was the news and you followed this and you followed that, but there never was any real closure. And, yeah. you know, um, and I think the episode, they did such an amazing job. And I remember us talking about it before seeing his kids and seeing how uh, successful they are and how um, just how, how well they, they seem to be doing. Um, and the incredible work that his, his wife, Martha, um, is doing, uh, in his honor, in his name with the foundation and whatnot, gave this, this happy ending to a tragic story, not a happy ending, but gave a silver lining, I should say, to a tragic story. Do you feel that this episode, uh, added to that? closure added to giving maybe little bits more of information that uh fans you know have been looking for yeah man because there's a lot of stuff i never knew you know uh until i watched this episode did that Mm -hmm. episode of uh you know dark side of the ring about owen and uh i like i i said this last night uh well i said this during the process of the interview and Hopefully they shared it with Martha. I said, you know, for the longest time, I was one of those folks that were like, please let Owen go into the WWE Hall of Fame, you know, let the fans celebrate and all that stuff. And then I watched the episode of Dark Side of the Ring, and I asked them to pass this message on to Martha that, you know, hey, after watching Dark Side of the Ring, I'm I'm Team Martha because yeah. there's a lot of things I wasn't privy to until I watched that. And then the most gripping part was uh, – the apparatus they used to lower him with. I was like, dude, you know, I got, th- dude, I got this thing on my belt, you know, that holds my keys. This is more sturdy than what they, uh, yeah. they, uh, used to lower Owen. You know, it, it's insane. You know, just for, just for the fact that they used that because they wanted quickness, but they didn't really need him to be so fast and unharnessing because he was the first, entrance yep they could have unhooked him during you know godfather's entrance and nobody would have noticed they could have took their time so, if i remember correctly the story was always they wanted him to be able to undo it and then take a step forward and fall like this big superhero like entrance and he comes down and he steps forward and he falls like that's the gag yeah. um you know in retrospect you can look back at it and say Kind of would have been funny had he been fiddling, trying to figure out how to undo his thing and taking all this time. And they're like, look at him. He can't get out of the, you know. Yeah. That's very easy 20 plus years later to look back and see. But at the same time, I mean, 
Uh, the you know watch if you haven't seen it we've talked about it before you can ch- available uh you know mindofthemeanie.com you can check out our uh all of our episodes uh yeah. and of course check out dark side of the ring confidential they go into it it's a you know it's just a it's tough rough. story the more yeah. you know i remember watching it you're almost watching it hoping there's going to be like a different ending you know yeah yeah uh, and that's how it is with a lot of these uh episodes like i said the only thing i wish What's different about Dark Side of the Ring is I just wish it was longer because I'm sure there's, and, and I'm glad they're doing these confidential shows because they show you stuff that yeah. they left out. I mean, they're victim, they're, they're, they're victim of uh, time restraints. You know, they have 44 minutes to squeeze in this, these stories, but now yeah. with confidential, they're showing ex- extra clips. They're having more people come in and add perspective and stuff like that. So I, I was very honored when they asked me to do it because I'm a big fan of, the show, I'm a big fan of the the guys behind the scenes. And I'm just a, a mark for documentaries in general. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know it's Dark Side of the Ring and they're tragic stories, but, you know, uh, and there's stories a lot of, the, you know, the hardcore fans know. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a whole audience out there that has no idea about yeah. these stories. There's the casual fan who literally has no idea about these stories. Yeah, and for you to have an opportunity, the, the stuff that you shared about Owen, to have that mm-hmm. opportunity, that platform, yeah. um, you know, there are plenty of people who knew him and loved him, and you know, they worked with him, they're friends with him, uh, who never really had the platform uh, that you were lucky enough to have with this show to be able to get out there, and and now all these people on Vice are watching this and kind of hearing from you, and and uh, again realizing that he. Well, I'm I'm completely team Martha as well. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but it's also a really great thing to show that, you know, yeah, the show went on figuratively and literally, but the show went on the next week. It was back to storylines, back to things like that. But that you know, that may have been what you saw on TV, but for the talent that was there, like that's not something you'll ever forget. That's not not that's not something you ever got over. And I right. think that that's an int- that's an important side to see as well um, as a fan or as people, you know, in his family. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was really cool. I'm looking forward to, to watching uh, your part in that. I thought it was great of them to include you and uh, include the story in general, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much to, uh, you know, Evan and Jason and Andrew and Conrad for uh, having me, especially so last second. And uh, they able, the fact that we're able to pull it off and, uh, it was really cool, man. And uh, a lot of people reached out to me who I hadn't heard from in a while. Uh, man, here, dude, uh, I know we're putting a bow on this, but uh, I told a story about like how I checked my phone the next day and there was all these messages from, you know, my friends and family who thought it was me who passed away. Right. Uh, my friend Joey, Joey Campbell from the, the Swamp Candles watched last night. And as the show's going on, he's like, dude, I was one of those guys who called. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. And he and he uh, he tweeted that to the producers. Hey, I was one of the guys who called too. And I was like, yeah, man. I was I was thinking about that. I was thinking about Joey when I was telling that story. Yeah, and that's I mean that's a, an an added aspect to what makes your story that much more interesting yeah. because you uh, you kind of got to see a little bit of what it would be like for your friends and family, you know, if God forbid something happened to you, you know, and that's not something that 
you know, we get to see ever right. really in life. And uh, not something that I think anyone really wants to see. No. Um, but it's an interesting no. thing. It's an interesting part of your story uh, and part yeah. of that story in general. But, um, but yeah, so definitely check that out, everybody. Uh, Absolutely. But that's, Please. But it's cool for you to be on uh, on Vice and and uh, getting that gorgeous face out there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's nice. Out. But, hey, speaking of your face and your likeness being out there, um, this is an audio show. It's also a video show. And yeah, that's why for video, I'm going to show everybody what I have in front of me right now. That is right. From Cello Toys, it is... The Mind of the Meanie 2-Pack, mint on card. Uh, there is the Blue Meanie. There is myself, Josh Chernoff. And this packaging looks incredible. You can see the back. It looks just like the old uh, the old Hasbro. It's kind of tough to see because we got lights here and everything. Yeah. You can see it. Um, very cool. The characters in the back. We've got the real world champion, Nick Aldis. Of course, the Mind of the Mini 2-Pack. And then we've got the Dynamite Kid and all-ego Ethan Page. Uh, so we're in good company there. And, uh, yeah, we've got... Uh, has our origin. Has a little bit about us. Has our, has our social media. And then the bottom there, I love this. One is the master of the Mini Salt. The other is the superstar of sarcasm. Together, <laughs> they form the Mind of the Mini podcast. So... Very so cool, cool and I'm just gonna uh, pop this one open here. See, this is why you uh, join the Patreon. So, yes, so. just to hold these in hand, um, and they are—I mean, these are real. Look at this, Meanie. Your hands—they move. That's awesome. This is real. This is a real figure. It's a real. It's heavy. It's hefty. Hefty. I can interview you. There we go. Got the, the removable microphone, uh, which the un, <laughs> unlike the uh, the prototype, the microphone goes in the hand and doesn't fall out when you turn it upside down. I was uh, worried about that with the prototype, um, but I mean, a prototype's a prototype, you know. And that's something that's so cool is these. While the prototypes, I would always tell people they'd be like, "What is it like?" And I'd be like, "It's really cool, but it feels like a custom figure." Because it was hand painted and all that, these are just you know our our skin tone is the plastic. It's not painted on. It's, I mean, it's just so cool. It's um, awesome, man. Yeah, they so they cool. did an amazing job. Uh, really excited about these, and they are available now. So uh, people have already been reaching out. Hey, where's our? Uh, you know, have they shipped yet? Um, <laughs> We're starting so, to get some feedback, though, from people who uh, have received them, which is yes, really cool. It is really cool. And uh, we, we, um, be, we have begun shipping uh, the, the ones that were ordered from mindofthemeanie.bigcartel.com, or you can just go to mindofthemeanie.com, follow the link there. The ones that have already been ordered, um, we began with the very first pre-order, we went in order of how they were ordered. There's really only one fair way to do it, and it's in order yeah. of how they were ordered. Um, we're so, completists. Yeah, so we're, we're they're going to, you know, we'll get to you. Uh, the only ones that are jumping over and skipping are the signed ones. If you ordered a signed one, it has not been shipped yet, even if you're the first person. Why? Because we have to sign them. So our hope yeah. is this week, Meanie, this coming week. This uh, coming week. We're yeah. going to find a time. Um, my my schedule's changed up a little bit to yep. where 
I'm getting getting semi normal. Yes. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure out a, a night uh, yeah. where I can uh, cruise on up and uh, you know sign these uh, gorgeous figures, man. Yeah, I'm We've so got... I'm, I'm I'm blown away. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait until uh, you see them. Wait until you're holding them in your hand. It, it, they're yeah. incredible. They really are. They yeah. did such an amazing job. Yeah. Thank you so much to Cello Toys for trusting us enough to uh, want to put these into production. Because that's a, like, I say this every time. It's an investment, and yeah. uh, thanks for investing in mine and the meanie. And thank you everybody who has purchased these. Um, it's Absolutely. been incredible. Every day, there are more and more people buying these from us. Uh, JB Toys is sold out. Um, you know, we all we took the amount that we had, and it was all divided up. Uh, they've sold out. Cella Toys has, I believe, they have sold out with the exception of there were some uh, damaged packaging. Um, of course, if there's damaged packaging, we pull those. We're not giving those to you. So they kind of cut theirs off and said, we've sold everything that isn't damaged. And I think they're just kind of looking through to figure out, um, like most places, I know Ringside Collectibles does this all the time. They'll you know give you a slight discount and they'll sell you the damaged package one. But, um, you know, so as we go through, if we find some damaged package ones, we'll probably open that up as a separate, you know, you can go buy the figures or you can buy them signed and we'll probably have a damaged price as well. Um, which listen, if you're it's trying to get them just to rip it open anyway. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad deal. Uh, nah. you know, so it's, um, fair. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, that's awesome. Very excited about it. We're, uh, we don't have too many left, so get moving on it. Um, and, yeah. uh, yeah. So, what else, man? What else is going on? Ah, dude, just, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. that uh, and we got other things coming up that I'm ex- I'm trying not to spoil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we got an but, email uh, telling us when we could uh, talk about it. Well, okay. <laughs> well, cool. Sorry. Uh, I don't think yet. We were told yeah. keep... Uh, um, keep hush. Mum's the word. Yeah, so, but we've got... Um, they kind of they gave us a, a, a schedule, so let's see. Um, here we go. Uh, there's going to be a post coming out on April 27th that will be pretty much announcing what this okay. is all about. Um, cool. And on April 30th, the plan is that you're going to kind of see the whole picture of what's what's happening. Um, yeah. But the yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, we'll we'll uh we'll talk more about this I guess next week. We'll have uh we'll be able to go into a little bit more detail as they say. Um uh oh, we got a uh, uh Lucha Lechoso. Um I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Uh got my figures today posted it in the group. Really cool figures and great packing job. Oh. Well, if, that, if you're talking about the way that it was packed and sent to you, um, I, uh, I'll i make sure to thank the person who uh, packed it and sent it to you. It's an audio <laughs> podcast. You couldn't see my wink. Um, wink. No, I'm glad it got there in one piece. Um, I'll have to check the social media to see, but that is great. Yeah, so they're, uh, they're getting there. They're, they're coming out. So this is exciting now that people are actually getting them in their hands. This is really exciting. Whoever's packing them is doing God's work. Because 
I really hate going to the post office. Like the post office yeah. to me is like the new version of the of the DMV. <laughs> um, it really just, is. Oh my god, that's where hopes go to die. Um, like I'll go there. Like I got I got PO box and I'll go there and it's just like um, you know, especially with COVID now, you, there's a line. You got a space. You got to keep yep. six feet apart, and people don't know how to stand on the marker, mm-hmm. and they're just you know hanging there. And then like you're in back in line towards the door, and then you hear people walk in and go, ah. you know, it's just yeah. <laughs> Every like, person dude, is shocked. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, dude, uh, okay, we get it. It's a long line. Uh, just yeah. deal with it. And people, you know. Their, their time's more important than everybody else's and they don't want to wait in line and uh it's, it's just a headache and you know i don't know what's going on with their budget cuts but like they're down to like one teller you know it's kind of like yep. how you go to walmart and there's like these row of cash uh, registers but they got like one line open right. <laughs> so it's like where's all the other cashiers but uh yeah it's it's yeah. whoever's you know the the packer and the uh, shipper wink of these yeah. figures uh it's doing god's work because uh i know we've talked about doing stuff and shipping ourselves and that just does not that's what i love about pro wrestling tees they do everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotta give them some yeah. credit too for uh oh my god it's a process it is a process well, for sure what the what, what the post office is totally screwed now too mrs meany ordered uh a ukulele mm-hmm from a place an hour and a half from us, and it took us took thirty days to get yeah. to us. And the you know, uh, when and that was when something check, we when you check the tracking, it's it was at this it's one just post like running office. late. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was like okay, it left, and then it would you get an update going. Oh, it's back there. Oh, it yeah. left. Oh, it's back. There. It's like, can I just go to that post office and grab it, please? It, this know. tie rack behind me that I have, um, yeah, it uh, in the shelf here and everything. It, it I ordered that from somebody. Maybe they sent it via the post office. Yeah. Just never came. And I said, I'm like, Hey, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on here, but, and they're like, you know what? We'll send you another one. Uh, and just send us the other one back. If it ever gets here. So they sent me another one. They didn't send it over the post office. They sent it like UPS or something like that. Got it in like a couple days, hung it up. We're good to go. It was like two and a half months later. The original one shows up. Oh. So, I mean, you know, all's well that ends well, but it was right. just, I was like, this is unbelievable. I'd completely forgotten about it. I'm like, what did I order? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, um, it, then it's like real life Santa because like something yeah. comes and you weren't expecting it. You're like Santa. Yeah. You know, just- my, uh, my son was running around. Um, the reason we're recording this on a Friday is tomorrow is his birthday, his fourth birthday and happy um, birthday. Oh, I'll let him know you said that. He'll be very excited. Uh, He's he great. Sleeps, he sleeps oh. with his blue meanie and daddy figures every night. Um, <laughs> Good kid. And my daughter's been taking her figures to school. Um, That's so Which cool. is really cool. Um, as she told I have a funny, me, re- I have a funny related story to that, but continue. Well, no, I was going to say she told me um, that uh, your yours is is fun to bring, and mine makes her feel like there's a little me with her. Which I'm oh, like, man. that's really, that's very sweet. Um, that, that makes the knees go weak and the heart go melt. Yep. 
Yeah, no, she's she's adorable, and uh, every day just absolutely just hanging like one little arm hanging out of the side of her bag. Um, it's funny, but uh, but yeah, but no, my 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 son the other day, um, he was like playing and pretending to be an evil Santa Claus. So he took a like a sack <laughs> and filled it with toys, and he's like, "I'm taking them," and he's doing that. And so I said to him, "The difference." I'm like, "So maybe your name is Santa Claus." And uh, <laughs> and he loves the snack runs out. He goes, I'm Santa Claus. And he has no idea. God, most wrestling fans don't even know what that is. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, just having some fun. Uh, the kids have the best imaginations. That's why I'm, like, envious of kids. I look at kids, I go, don't grow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please don't grow up. Uh, I tell my kids that all the time. You know, my daughter, always. my son says, I don't want to. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to be an adult. I want to be a kid. And I'm like, perfect. Stay that way. My daughter yeah. is a little more like, you know, she's sick. She wants to be, you know, a little more grown up. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, the biggest mistake I made was thinking I needed to grow up. Like, guess what? I got here and, you know, yeah. it's not, not always as fun as, as it looked like it was going to be. So, uh, uh, can I go back? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's. Dude, I, I wish that uh, in a related story, I, I kind of wish they would have interviewed me for the New Jack interview for episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Because uh, there was one time Jack came up to me in a locker room. He's like, Meanie, you, you, you got like a an 8x10 or, or something? I was like, yeah, why? He goes, well, my daughter comes up to me and goes, Daddy, I got show and tell tomorrow. Can I... Uh, you know, I, I want to take something to school. He goes, usually I give her, you know, a tape of one of my matches or one of my 8 by 10s She goes, I don't want you, Daddy. I want to take the blue meanie. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. I sorry, I did the Peter Griffin slow backup because I didn't know if New Jack, you know, was going to be mad at me because his daughter wanted to take me to show and tell instead of uh, his stu- his usual uh, New Jack That's stuff. Awesome. So, so I gave him, like, an 8 by 10 and I gave him... Uh, uh, ring worn like half shirt or something like that. I was like, here, just, just take it. Please don't kill me. Uh, <laughs> miss Mr. Jack. Uh, so That's I, like awesome. I said, I'm the, I'm the Barney of professional wrestling, you know, just, yep. you know, hey, and boys then, and girls. And this figure just sends it over the dude. It know, does. It, it's uh it's really cool. Um, but again, it's, it's, I mean the, the, he's saying the heftiness of it, but there's weight yeah. to it. Whereas the, like, the material and it was really hollow. The uh, the um, prototypes they don't they don't feel the same. This feels like an action figure. Like you don't awesome. really realize that the other one didn't until yeah. you know holding both. But I was kind of bummed I didn't get to play with the prototypes. But the way you describe them, I'm kind of glad I didn't because I'm kind of a klutz. It. I mean, I was so <laughs> worried that they were gonna yeah. break. Um, <laughs> These yeah. I have no fear about at all. And not just because I have, you know, 300 of them sitting in my office, you know. But, <laughs> um, but it's cool. I also, I think I sent you a picture of it. I have this, uh, the people working on our, our kitchen who, for the love of freaking God, they like, dude, I'm at my end with them yeah. again. Now the guy comes in, we're telling him, we're like, hey, so you know the grout you put down? It's crumbling. And oh my he's, God. Uh, yeah, and he's getting getting hot at us like we're like he's saying he's like oh yeah, i guess you know we'll have to have to fix that or you know like 
He's just one. And, and I, I told him, I'm like, hey, we have a list we have to go through, but I got to do a show. So, you know, and he's like, well, you know, look, I got I got other jobs. You know, I, I, I can't keep coming back. So I told him, I said, well, listen. Are you fucking those back. ones I said, up too? He'll just come back until this job's done. Um, I, I'm very, you know, look, they're not getting paid the rest of their money and we owe them a decent amount. So, um, but they had to cut an access panel in my, uh, in my office here. And, uh, they're like, well, all we can do is we can frame it. So it looks like, like a picture hanging on the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? But the cool thing is I looked at, I'm looking at it right now. I took, uh, the mind of the mini two pack and I hung it right in the middle. So, I mean, there's a little bit more space, but I'm going to get uh, on the back of one of the cards that my kids have that's open. These are like the old school uh, Hasbro ones. Like they're cut. You, you cut these out, this part here. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll have that kind of put a little frame and sit that there. So it's like the back of the card. And then I, I was awesome. thinking I'd get like the, uh, the concept art and like maybe like a pic- I'll print out a picture of like our 3D rendered stuff. So it will look like I have this kind of weird uh like not shadow box because it's not inset so it's kind of you know but this like weird framed thing but i'm like well whatever at least it'll look like a weird frame thing of all of the figures as opposed to just this random ass frame of nothing sitting on my wall so that's cool yeah yeah i'm having some fun with it having some fun but uh it's like yeah. uh, this old house, but uh, where Bob Vila doesn't know what he's doing. You know? Yeah, it's like the, this old house, except it's a new house that they've built that they haven't done a good job with. And I love when they're <laughs> like, oh, well, the floor's a little uneven. We're like, well, you fucking built the floor. Yeah. I don't want to hear that it's uneven. Dude, you have no luck. No. This is like your but second If I didn't luck, have right? bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. That's, uh, yeah, it's like your second dude. Yeah, this is... Uh, it's it's annoying, but uh, but my gym is yes. pretty much finished. Couple little little things here and there they need to touch up, but uh, we've got we've got them coming out. I want to say tomorrow to put a mirror in there, and we got the TV mounted. And I mean, it's a very modest gym. It's got an elliptical, it's got a TV, a mirror on a wall, and it's got a weight rack. Uh, and a little rolling bench. Like that's, I mean, you know, I don't have the cable machine. I don't have a big thing. We don't have the space for it, but dude, I am, I've been getting up every morning and working out, um, which has been kind of brutal some mornings. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, gotta, you know, look, the world is back and I'm or coming back. Yeah. And before you know it this summer, I'm going to have to be wearing pants and, (laughs) uh, I've been wearing a suit jacket and shirt for a while, but I'm gonna have to squeeze into those pants, and uh, so I gotta hit the uh, hit the cardio. But, Dude, uh, I I heard a report on the news because I you know I'll, I'm driving around, listen to uh, mm-hmm. was it KYW like here in Philly? That's our yeah. local 24 hour news, whatever. It's KYW it, News Radio 1060. 1060, dun, dun, but. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. They just did a report where they said, man, a lot of gyms are kind of screwed mm. because people in the apocalypse have lear- kind of learned how to keep in shape without having to go to a gym. Yeah, it's uh and you know, you're like the second or third person I know that's built a gym in their home. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, we had been talking about doing that um prior to, you know, the world 
shutting down and everything. Um, so at least we were like a little bit ahead of the curve on that. Um, we had the elliptical at least, we just didn't have anywhere to put it. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are finding that. Um, and that's what, but a lot of people are having, you know, I'm going to use this to plug a, a friend of the show here. Uh, Matt Mangle, Matt Mangle yeah. from talk from talking with friends. There you go. My, got there my you go. With friends t-shirt. Uh, Matt Mangle from talking. Oh, hold on. We've got a, uh, Mrs. Chernoff run in. Oh, Oh, <laughs> so she has to go Is pick she... my daughter up from school. Yeah. Oh, she needs my keys to do that. <laughs> There Your you wife go. needs the keys. My wife needs my wallet. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Go sell my car. Um, so <laughs> anyway. I don't know if we talked about that on air, but uh, but like uh, before. And it may have been before. We, yeah, I think that was before we went live. So, so for those who weren't there, well, with the, when we were chatting with our uh, Patreon folks, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Meany had to order some Trixie Mattel makeup. So she's yeah. like, I can't find my wallet. Give me your wallet. Yeah, so... I had to spend 50 bucks on makeup, so. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but uh, but then we learned a little something about uh, the type of uh, makeup you used to always use, uh, which, yeah. hey, join Patreon if you want to know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Do it. Do so, it. so uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Matt Mangle. So Mangle yes. has Mangle Strength and Conditioning. It's a, 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 he's an exercise physiologist. He's got, what does he have here? Uh, a BS, a CSCS, FM. W, I don't know what the fuck, but he's got Apple all these uh, FMS, SGX, all these letters next to his name. I think he's starting to make some of them up. Um, <laughs> but Matt was always a you know in-person personal with trainer. Then he built, he had uh, classes that he would do and everything. And then COVID uh, hit. And he has managed to do Zoom, uh, you know, Zoom calls with the clients and he runs Zoom classes and does all this stuff. Uh, but through that, he started a thing on YouTube called Personal Training Unlocked. And it's super new and small. And basically what it is is he pops in for these, like, 10-minute videos. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Um, like, he just started this um, and does not have a ton of subscribers. And we're going to have to change that. Um, Absolutely. But he's got four videos up there right now where he goes uh, – one of them, he covers the pandemic posture, the fact that everyone's at home sitting at their computer and different ways yeah. you can work on your posture. He's got uh, dynamic stretching, part one. Uh, and uh, he's got, starts off with basics. Um, and you'll see it's been improving as time's going on. You know, he started this just filming on his phone. Now yeah. he's got a nicer camera. Now he's got a nicer microphone. And next thing you know, you're going to see He's got cool, lights. Yeah, you're going to see, gonna see cool, uh, cool uh, uh, lighting that he got. Yeah. From, uh, you know, from doing, um, the talking with friends, he's been investing yes. more in, in all of this stuff. So, uh, if you want to go check that out, unfortunately he doesn't, he hasn't hit the hundred subscribers yet. Uh, this is brand new and he needs a hundred subscribers to get that, that URL. So right now you have to go on and you have to, uh, Google, Personal training unlocked, or not Google, put it into um, your your YouTube. Personal training unlocked, uh, yes. and you'll be able to find it. And go, uh, you know, click that, uh, click that little little button there. Um, Tell him mine at a meanie sent you. Yeah, and and yeah, help him out a bit, and because uh, because like me, like meanie saying, you know, we're gyms are are having 
some issues, but you know, the little guys like Matt, you know, he has his own personal training thing. People love it, but people understandably are maybe like, I don't know, you know, I've had some time to get some weights at home. So he's trying to, you know, keep his business strong by saying, okay, great, but you still need my expertise and, and people do. And, uh, and he definitely knows he's talking about. So check him out. I could definitely use the help, man. Uh (laughs) Oh, he'd be happy to help you. This is no joke. Yeah. He is calling me. Uh, Hold, on. Fu- oh, Hold his on. ears are burning. Go ahead. Can I connect it. the Bluetooth? Let me see if I can connect the Bluetooth. That's up to him, man. Hey, Matt, can you hear me? You're, on, you're live on the air. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to connect you to the Bluetooth. <laughs> Here we go. Can you hear me? What are you doing? Well, yeah, what am I in the middle of now? Uh, can, you, can you hear him, Meanie? <laughs> I can hear him perfectly. Okay, so oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Meany Heffron, how are you, sir? <laughs> hey, don't throw in that last name. I'll think I'm in trouble. Go ahead. Uh, oh, so, Matt, yes, o- no yes joke. officer, no joke, I'm- Matt. You will, you will, uh, you will hear this uh, when you listen back. Oh, literally, boy. what we were talking literally. about when you literally what we were talking literally. about when you called yeah. was personal training unlocked. Oh, okay. No joke at all. You're going to tell me to close it up, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking. I was like, man, what a terrible, terrible thing Matt from Talking With Friends has done. Um, uh, RJ says he's just subscribed. Um, Yeah, no, we were telling people. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Meany was talking. We were talking about home gyms, and Meany was talking about, you know, the challenges that some gyms have had, and we were talking about how, uh, you know, you – you, uh, you know, your gym that you have and how you started this personal training unlocked and as a way for people who are choosing to work out at home now as a way for them to get some expertise. So it, uh, normally had you called while we were recording, I probably would have been like shot you a little text. Hey man, recording call you after, but we were literally plugging your, uh, your thing. So, Hey man, floor is yours. Give us a little plug ski. Uh, I guess this is the elevator, uh, the elevator talk. Uh, Yeah. We're going to hang yeah, up on you in five seconds. I, 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 I got, I got right, pal. 18 kids. Uh, I, I, I've been working for 20 years. Um, I've been doing stuff in the personal training industry for many years, working uh, for myself for nine after dealing with a bunch of BS. Uh, and uh, I happen to know a couple of things about fitness that I like to pass on to people. And I, I have clients I see in person, clients I see virtually, but um, it's tough to kind of get beyond that reach sometimes because the market's pretty oversaturated. But I'm a no-nonsense guy, but I cut. I try to help people the way they need to be helped, not just a blanket of, like, okay, everyone's doing this today. Um, no cookie-cutter workouts. Mm-hmm. I try to format things for you to help you with the time you have. Look, in this apocalypse that we're in, we don't have much time. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, so I'm training some people virtually, and I got my kid in my hand, yeah. you know, my uh, 14-month-old. So, Which is, uh, I know. mean, she's incredible for bicep curls. Yes. Well, yeah, alternating arms, you don't want to, you don't want to be, uh, you know, uh, atrophied on one side. But, um, yeah, basically, shoot me questions. Give me questions. I want to help. I want to be able to help people uh, get through this apocalypse and come out on the other side healthier, stronger, happier. And if I can do that, um, help someone to physically just get stronger and mentally get stronger and just answer some questions and cut to the BS, hey, that's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, and that's the I, I should have called you yeah. because I was listening to uh, last week's episode because I've been stuck at home. Past week, I didn't have a chance to listen, but I was going to ask you about your contractor. 
but that's a story for another time. Oh yeah, no, we, oh. we were just we we're talking a little bit more about him uh, today. He's up cutting multiple walls. He's a real worker. Yeah, oh, he's a real worker. He's a worker. He's yeah. a worker. That's for sure, brother. Brother. He. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll have to call you and fill you in, or or make you wait until next week's episode. Um, well, I appreciate you not texting me, telling me to uh, STF. All right, so, yeah. uh, STFU. Well, yeah, um, I'll STFU. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that, tra- that trademarked? I'm sorry. I can't say that yeah, on here. Su- uh, going to be sued. Uh, uh, but yeah, hey, oh. uh, and fun fact for everybody listening, uh, talking with friends, this is one of the friends we talked to, um, and subscribe to Mind of the Meanie on YouTube, youtube.com slash Mind of the Meanie, and you'll get that little alert uh, when another episode, we're going to have another one next month, and... Uh, yeah, well, well, I'm uh, sorry to bother you guys at work. Uh, no, I just no, left no. Home Depot and uh, they shoved the trash can in my trunk. Oh, so uh, well, you know, so- sounds like you're having a, a more exciting day than us. Um, <laughs> I just sat down very softly. Huh? Mm. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, I hope you have anyway, a two by four to go. With on it. that note, um, oh. well, uh, I, will, I will look forward to listening. <laughs> you guys take care. All right, uh, you good take talking care with you, meaning. Hey, hey thanks for the running, person, sir. Oh, I can't wait to meet you in person, bro. All right. Same here, dude. Have a good one, take guys. Care. Take All care. All right. Take care. Bye now. I have a good. You know. I have a. I have a good one. I just need a bigger one. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. Normally, there's no way. That would. That, we couldn't have scripted that. No. Any there is no way I would have answered. A friend calling in the middle of the thing. Even a friend. Let me see that if anybody's you know, calling me. Let me. Let me see if anybody's calling me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's like uh, like if you were telling a story about like Donnie and Bev and Donnie calls you, like you yeah. got to put them on, you know, like it, it just, you have to do it. But uh, Oh, you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. But we have put Matt Mangle over way too much on today's episode at this point. I'm, so, um, well, I'm excited. Now that I got my shot and uh, yeah. Mrs. Meany's got her shot, I got to get my second shot. Hopefully I can start hanging out with Donnie and Bev a little bit more. Yeah. Be uh, Donnie's getting his shot this, this Saturday. Awesome. Uh, I think his wife Bev's got both her shots. What's the the, the wives got the shots first. Yeah. But what's the game plan with uh, McCuskers? Do you know when well, they're planning well, to open back up? As soon as, while you tell that story, I'm going to crack this open. Yeah. Oh, I got one too. Let me okay. see. Uh, what what you got? I got aha uh, uh-huh, peach and honey. I got the ugly lemon lime. Nice. This is a brand new flavor, peach and honey, over here. Uh, that sounds pretty good. You know, I'm gonna have to hit you, hit up your Wegmans when I'm in the in yeah, the hood. Yeah. Uh, but with McCuskers, uh, they want to be open. There's a. There, oh yeah, let me do that. Oh, got me in the Sam, eye. <laughs> I did a little Samansky. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. dude, there's a lot of bars in the area that are open. Yeah. Uh, but in order to be open, you got to serve food, and a lot of bars are being uh, sneaky about it. And then, you know, to get around the food, they'll give you a Pop-Tart or a, a thing of, a bowl of, a thing of popcorn. Or whatever. They're like, look, yeah, we want to open. We're going to open on our terms. And with, you know, serving food, you have to go out and get a whole new different kind of permit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's kind of like, uh, no. Uh, well, Does McCusker's not normally? Um, they, they do, but like they, 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 they want... The city wants to do this whole other thing. You have to go out and get this whole group of permits. That's a pain. Yeah, it, 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 it sounds a little bit like a cash grab too. But oh, it's you know, shocking! And yeah, uh, I can't no, imagine a city wanting to do that. 
Yeah. Well, there ain't no, no rush to do it because they, a they own the property. Yeah. So that all all they have to pay worry about paying is the electric bill yeah. and the property tax. You know, they're not leasing from somebody else where some of these other places yeah. are. Thank goodness, leasing. man, because yeah. that that's that's what's putting a lot of people out of business. You know. Yeah. And yeah, as a man. as a, a a landlord myself, I can tell you, you know, you hear a lot of these things about these these poor businesses going out and you know and i feel for those people i truly truly do yeah and that but then you i'll sometimes hear the people who are just like well you know they shouldn't be charging them rent we're in a pandemic and it's like listen i support my family by charging people rent and yeah. you know i'm not some multi-million dollar company here with like you know it's so there, there's a side to everything. You hear all these complaints from people that yeah. are just, you know, the evil landlords who won't accept. It's like, you know, I've been very lucky, but if one of my tenants went out, I would have been screwed and I would, it's commercial, uh, but I would have had to, you know, start dealing with the legal ramifications of that. What does our lease say? What is that? You know, going to maybe parent companies of the, you know, of who, of the tenants yeah. we have. And it's obviously that's different on a much bigger scale because yeah. we do have, you know, corporate backings and whatnot. But um, but you have to feel for the people who just, you know, they own a little bar and they rent to somebody who, you know, or they own the, the location and they rent to a bar and then the bar is closed and you feel bad for the people who own the bar, but you got to feel bad for the landlord too. Who's it, sitting there going, well, I don't have any money coming in. I got to pay property tax. I got to pay the electric yeah. bill. I got to pay the water. I got to, you know. So it, it's been a cluster all the way around. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah it, it, it sucks for everybody. Hopefully we're, we're, we're nearing the end of this, you know. Yeah. Speaking of landlords, I kind of, you know, I'm fortunate to have the landlord I, I have. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, there's been times where, you know, I've been down, at, like, when I broke my hand and like I couldn't, you know, all my bookings went away and, you know, things dried up for a little bit. He stuck by me, you know? It's awesome. He's like, hey, hey, don't worry about it, you know? And and he actually reduced my rent, you know, so I can, you know, get by. And then, uh, dude, I I had this really cool moment the other day. I I, I have to share. Please. Uh, like, I, I, I've been in this house since 2003-ish. And I had a different landlord when I got here. And, uh, like, he sold the house to my current landlord. He said, I'll sell you this house, but you have to keep the tenants. Because he he really liked me and my mom. He's like, mm-hmm. I'll sell you this house, but you got to keep the tenants. So I met the new landlord who's been awesome, you know. But I've been lucky to have two really good landlords in the same house. Yeah. So this landlord is really cool. It's him and his father, uh, two Italian guys. So they're very passionate. Uh, like I said, you know, most landlords are beating down your your door to uh, collect rent. They're knocking on my door to give me Christmas cookies. So it's like you know, <laughs> Dude, and you're then never moving out of this place. No, and then like uh, they'll come over to fix something. And it's like a scene out of the show, uh, Sanford and Son, where the father and son are arguing, Dad, why are you lifting that? I'm, I can do it. You know, it's like, man, you guys need your own reality show. This is great. I just That's sit awesome. back and, like, chuckle. But, like, I had a moment the other day. Um, 
back when the ECW arena put me in the, the, the 2300 arena, put me in their hardcore hall of fame, mm-hmm. there's there a ceremony and a dude comes up to me and goes, Hey, I know you from blank and blank. Yeah. I'm not going to say where I live, but yeah, I know you're from blank and blank. And I, I got, I didn't recognize the guy at first. And I was like taken aback. This guy knew Perla. I was kind of like short with him. And I, uh, and then like a di- the next day I felt like such a shit fucking heel. I was like, Oh my God, that was my landlord. <laughs> I was so oh. caught up. I, I was in blue meanie mode. I was at this event. I was dealing with fans. And this guy comes up to me and says, I know you're from blank and blank. I was like, Oh my God, how's this guy? No, get the fuck away from me. You know? I, <laughs> yeah. I was in, I was in Why such didn't a weird. Why did he say, hey, it's me. I was your landlord back in the, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But for years, I've had this thing on my mind where I beat myself up about being a dick to this guy. Not knowing that, you know. And knowing he, I'm in this house because he said, I'll sell you the house as long as you keep the tenants, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to my car yesterday. And I get in my car, shut the door, car pulls up. Hey, Blue Meanie. I go, hey. He goes, hey, I'm uh, so-and-so. I used to be your, your landlord. And I went back to that time I was a dick. I went, hey, man, it's so great to see you. How you been? You know? Yeah. I it, I was given the opportunity to write something I did wrong. Did you tell him years. that? No, no, no. Okay. But I'm... I went, oh, my God, this is my opportunity to right or wrong. This is my opportunity yeah. to redeem myself. It's like, hey, man, how you doing? How you been? And I really, you know, was, I was like, hey, man, I really appreciate you, you know, the time, you know, when you sold the house and you, you told them to keep me and all that stuff. You know, I love being on the street. And I met, I told them how much I appreciated them. So awesome. all that stuff I fell for the years, I'm like, oh, Meanie, you're such a fucking idiot. Why were you such a dick to that guy? <laughs> he did you such a fucking solid. And, you oh, know, man, that must be like a, a weight that you had forgotten you were carrying you, even. You have no idea. Wow. You have That's a, awesome. You, and you know what? It, it, things happen for a reason, too, because I've been having a problem with my car. Uh, like my front right, right tire had like this slow leak, right? Mm. And like... I have a electric pump you pump put in a cigarette lighter and all yeah. thing. So, so it it became it went from being a slow leak to a fast leak. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason this day I had to put air in my yesterday I had to put air in my tire as I'm putting the, the pump in the car and getting the seat. Maybe that fast leak, my slow leak went to be a fast leak to keep me around so that guy could come up and say, Hey, blue me. So I went and got my, I, I fixed my own tire the other day. I found out that this product called slime, you just put it in your tire. Mm-hmm. Now my tire is like good as new. But like you think of all these little things that happen, you know, that happen for yeah. a reason. You know, like, uh, you know, you go to lock up the house and you take two seconds to go, oh, fuck, I forgot something. You go back in the house and then you go where you were going to go and there's this horrible car accident. You're like, man, right. if I hadn't gone back to but I think I forgot. I might have been stuck in that accident. So yeah, something really cool happened that's, to me this yeah, week. Yeah, that's de- that's deep. That's uh, yeah. it really is. Like, and that's man, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, it just you know, the, this whole you know uh, pandemic gets you down. And I feel it. You feel it. Mrs. Meany feels it. Like we're all our families are. But like to have a like a, a cool moment like that where like I got to uh, write something that's been a, a bug in me. That's amazing. 
because <clears throat> there's uh, there's a lot. It's, I call him uh, my my name is Earl Moments. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know when he goes back in time to try to write all these wrong. And there's a few, few people in my life I've been dicked. I've been a dick to, on sometimes on mostly definitely unintentionally. Some people they deserved it, but yeah. you know, <laughs> you know they, I've said some sh- offhand shitty things. You know, thinking I was being funny and not knowing certain factors and well we've so, you know and i wish i could go back in time and fix that you know so well, i had here, a chance you know, this week to fix it there was the opportunity you know i was holding some resentment towards uh bin hameen you know we had talked about before and yeah i didn't even realize i was holding this resentment really you know and yeah the fact yeah. that i mentioned him on the show and he heard about that and then reached out to me and we were able to basically, I mean, we're all good now and yeah. you know, we're not, we're not hanging out, but we're, but we're good. And there's somebody that happened a few, uh, a couple of years ago from OVW that I, you know, we, we just, things happened and you know, now I, I had se- I've seen him a couple times since, um, I had, I had just reached out to him at one point. It's just like, I, I you know, cause it was something, anytime his name would come up or anytime, I always kind of felt like, man, I was too, I was, I was too stiff, you know, <laughs> in, in an argument. And a little stiffsky there, brother. Yeah. And now when I see him, it's, you know, I'm, I was going to say hugs, hello, but you know, I haven't seen him since the pandemic. Um, maybe it'll be a fist bump uh, next Definitely. time, but you know, but it, it's, it's somebody that I, I truly value that relationship now. Um, and uh, man, just, uh, but there was even something that wasn't even on the same you know, level of like something you had to fight with. I remember there was this, this girl I went to high school with and we had birthdays like right around the same time. And yes. my birthday was first and we had like said something like, oh, we'll keep in touch. And we were strictly just friends, but you know, we'll keep in touch with all that stuff. And um, then we're like, yeah, we'll send each other birthday cards. It'd be fun. Well, she was a great above me. So she goes off to college and sure enough, on my birthday, I get a card from her. And she kind of screwed me a little bit because she put some uh, uh, like glittery stuff in there and that uh, did me a mischief. But still, the card in there. I was like, dude, that's awesome. This is, and you have to remember back in the day, this is not, I, we didn't have text messages back then. We didn't have things that, you know, she sent me a birthday card. I'm like, that's awesome. And I'm like, I got to get her a birthday card. I got to get her a birthday card. Completely forgot. We also oh didn't. We also didn't have a thing called Facebook back then. Yeah, there was no. If I forgot, you know, I didn't have it written on a calendar. I was just remembering the date, and I forgot. I have a similar story. Like and that. yeah, and it's just oh, dude, that bothered me. That bothered yeah. me for so long, because by the time I remembered, it was too late. I'm not sending a. I can't send a birthday present six months later, or a birthday card six months later, whatever. And it was just a thing. And we, you know, we grew apart. We never, never really talked to her again. And about two years ago or so, we were friends on, we'd become friends on Facebook. But it was getting to be the time for the birthdays. And I right. see her birthday's coming up. <laughs> I wish her a happy birthday. Not on comment, but in a private message. And I said to her, I was like, you probably don't remember this at all. But. And I told the whole story, you know, you sent me a card and I meant to, and I forgot. And then it was too much time went by. And I have always felt like such an asshole for that. And here we are 20 years later or whatever it is, you know, and she basically, her response was didn't remember that at all. But, uh, you know, you get 
credit for, you know, bringing it up all this time later and all that stuff. And, um, and it was just like a, a, a weight lifted this stupid little weight that didn't matter. But like, yeah. but especially someone who did much like what you're saying, you know, not yeah. on the same level at all, birthday card and, and making sure someone can stay in their home or two different things. But, you know, but here's somebody that thought of me and did something right. nice for me. And right. I didn't return the favor in, in showing the proper kindness and not because I was being a jerk. I just forgot or I didn't know. And so, yeah, little things like that. And the lesson that I learned from all of the, the lesson that I've learned from all of this, and I'm sure it's the lesson that you've learned is, um, it is never too late. If you, no. you know, uh, as long as both people are still there, you know, it's never too late to just, if something's bothering you and there's this random person you haven't reached out to in a long time, just do dude, it. just do it. Just do it. You know, if it's, if it's somebody, and again, like you said, some people deserve it. You know, yeah. if, if, if it's the ex that you look at and you go, yeah, they can still go fuck themselves. There's no reason for you to reach out. Yeah, but, if it's the, but if it's the ex that you're just like, man, we were, we were kids and, I hope they're doing well because they were nice and I could have been a little bit better in that relationship. You know what? Hey, reach out. Maybe they'll think you're weird, but like, you know, so it's like they're, they're the people who still deserve the the heat. And then there's the people who just like, man, you'll be better for it. You don't need to carry that stuff. Yeah. I've definitely reached out to a few people. Sorry for being a dick. Yeah. Uh, Um, Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was. I was gonna move on to uh, ask you a bunch of questions, but oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like to put a bow on that, mm-hmm. dude. I got a. I got a friend, Jolene. My my birthday's May 18th. Her birthday's May 11th. Every year on my birthday, I get a birthday card, and I go, "Shit, her birthday was <laughs> last week." It's my uh, my Matt Damon story. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, thanks for the Christmas birthday card. Sorry, I forgot yours. Uh, it's, and she's been cool about it. You it's know? funny. It's, it's our running gag. I have a, my old friend, Emily. Um, we've been friends for God, th- wait, way too many years than I want to admit. Um, but uh, I've known her since middle school. And uh, her birthday is 10 days before mine. Mm-hmm. So every single year, we, it used to be, a phone call and in the last 10, you know, I haven't seen her in, I haven't got since 2003 was the last time I actually saw her in person, which is horrible because, you know, we've made plans of like, we should get together at some point and it just, it doesn't work out. Um, and that sucks. And hopefully when the world comes back to normal, you know, we'll be able to get our kids together and everyone can hang out. I really hope so. Um, but every year, we at least there's a text back and forth. Very cool. But I always, and I've joked with her about this, where I always kind of wonder, because her birthday comes first, I always remember. And I always think to myself, if I didn't give her a reminder 10 days earlier, would she remember to text me 10 days later? But there's yeah. nothing I can ever do because I can't be like, well, I'm not going to do it this year and see if Got she it. remembers. Because then she'd have every right to be like, well, he forgot mine. I'm not messaging him, you know. So I guess we'll never know. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's funny how that works. <laughs> um, it is. Hey, before we go to ask Meanie anything, um, yes. 
I want to talk to our viewers on Fight TV right now. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in to us on Fight, I have some terrible news. Um, <laughs> so we've been we've been going back and forth about this. We talked to our Patreon members before about it. Um, we we love everybody that supports us. Uh, we appreciate all of you so so much. Um, but. Uh, our Patreon members, you know, especially the, the early ones that have supported us from the very beginning. Um, we kind of had, when, when we had the conversation with Fight and were approached about putting the show, the video version on there, we thought that's cool. It'll, it'll open up, you know, more people will, will, will reach more people. But it, full disclosure, Meanie and I have always kind of been a little uncomfortable because the video version was something that we knew no matter what, that was, if you're a Patreon member, you get to watch the show. If you're not, you know. And our Patreon members have been awesome about the fact that they never once complained that we pay basically took something that was special that they paid for and gave it away for free. Um, and we went back and forth, and we're, as we were re renegotiating some things with Fight about future stuff that we're going to do, some... Uh, you know, we had the successful uh, Meanie Mania, which was awesome. And they want to have some more events like that. Of course, they want to continue and, and lock us in for more um, uh, alternative commentary, which we are super thrilled about. We pretty much, Meanie and I talked about it a little bit, and then we went to fight, and we pretty much said, hey, how do you feel about us not doing a weekly show with you anymore, but we'll do this, this, that, and that. And... Because the people of Fight are incredible, they're awesome, they were like, yeah, no. They're like, take care of your Patreon members, that's cool. So we really appreciate that with Fight. We wanted to make it very clear, we didn't get canceled. Um, Fight right. loves us, we love Fight, and we appreciate everyone who's tuned in because we've had a really great uh, turnout here on Fight. We would love if you would consider joining us over at patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. There's a lot more that you'll get than just being able to watch this. You get the early stuff of the conversations we have with our Patreon members. You get an awesome Zoom call uh, every month. We do watch-alongs. We pop in with random things here and there. We have exclusive merchandise. Um, it's a great community. We have a, a private Facebook page um, where everybody interacts. We have a lot of fun. So unfortunately, this is the final episode of Mind of the Meanie on Fight, um, but we really hope that you will consider joining us at patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. We have many tiers from, uh, from relatively low all the way up to the Sorensen blue level, um, <laughs> and uh, you know we, we would love for you to just kind of give us a shot and, uh, and, and see if maybe that's something you'd like to be a part of. Um, cause we would love to have you. So again, we, uh, we appreciate everybody who has tuned in on fight. Um, it's been a lot of fun, really cool to have this show on fight. Um, and, uh, we will have many, many more shows on fight, just not the, sh not the video version of the podcast. So yeah. we're not going anywhere. Fight. You will still, or fight fans. You will still see us. It's Definitely see you're me. Stuck I just with recorded us. like 20 things for fight uh, this week. <laughs> but um, you're sick of me. But uh, but don't worry. You will still see the blue meanie and myself. Very cool. Yeah. So and thank you to fight for being really cool, man. They're, they're, they're awesome people. 
yeah, they have been so great to work with. Um, yeah. I'm excited to, again, I have my 30th episode of So Says Chernoff coming out this month, this week, as you're listening to this. Nice. Uh, nice. With special guest Eric Bischoff, which I am very excited about. Uh, we are going to spend the time talking about James Sorensen's uh, uh, drink with him. And uh, no, we probably won't get to that. But um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I got some great questions for him that I, uh, things I've always just wanted to talk to him about. So really excited awesome. for that. Uh, and that's still on Fight. Again, weren't canceled. Have an incredible relationship with Fight. Um, we just wanted to do, we really appreciate the people who pay to be a part of this community. And we've just kind of always felt, yeah, we got excited. And I was admittedly the one really pushing for it when Fight wanted to work with us. And, uh, and yeah, so, uh, but we just felt like it just didn't feel right. We, we got to take care of the people that take care of us. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what's going to happen. Uh, James Sorensen asking, uh, big time, Josh, how was the interview? Uh, haven't done it yet. So <laughs> no idea. By the time you're hearing this on a Monday, I did it. Uh, we're doing the interview on Sunday. So, um, nice. yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, so a uh, little inside baseball. I record so so sure enough episodes on Sundays now. Used to Woo-hoo. do Wednesday nights. Um, but now since it's just me sitting here Sundays. But uh hey, uh would you like me to ask you anything? I would love to. Oh, that would be great. Ask me something. All right. Uh great turnout here for for uh Ask Me as far as questions. Awesome. Um, by the way, I do want to say one thing. I was given this by Andy Slichter. This is a new. Uh, this is a new shirt that's going to be available at Mind of the Meanie or uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie in the uh, at the TWF show uh, section. <laughs> uh, it is H A R D hard, and it's a spring, and it's referencing uh, one of the rings that Afa the Wild Samoan had with this gigantic spring right in the middle. Uh, it was like bumping on the sidewalk. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, that's a, what an amazing shirt. And Slichter just sent it to me. Um, dude, that's, great. that's fantastic. Um, it took me a second. I was like, what was this about? And then I remembered we told that story about that that spring in the middle. Um, yeah, but again, you know, check that out. But enough of me and talking with friends – Let's talk Blue Meanie. Um, Meanie? Yes. This first question comes to you from me via someone else. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, okay, hey, that, this is a fun one right there. Um, Mark and Dryden, what was the best year for ECW uh, where everything clicked? Storylines, great matches, great TVs. Hashtag Ask Meanie. Uh, everybody, everybody says this, and I kind of have to agree. '96 was like a really good year, and that's it's a shame we didn't get the pay per view in '96 instead. Of 97. I was gonna say '97 always stands out to me, and I think it's because of the pay per view. Yeah, um, but like so much, so much good stuff happened in '96. Uh, man, just every show felt like a home run, and uh, you know, just uh, the atmosphere. Not that it went down at all. But uh, just ninety six, kind of they kind of seem to be the spark. Uh, another question here: uh, Chit Chat Gaming, Mike says, uh, "What was your favorite parody you guys did in ECW?" Let's leave BWO out. 
Oh, definitely Kiss. Um, Kiss was good. And then uh, me and C. Davey did a skit where we invaded Todd Gordon's office as, well, he was Stevie Richards, but then, like, I started, he was trying to pitch different wrestlers to Todd Gordon. And uh, I would come in as Colonel Demini, and then I came in as Sir Meany, and then the, the kicker was Blue Dust, and I sprawl across Todd Gordon's desk. <laughs> and he's screaming, Richards! 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then the... Uh, the camera cuts out as I'm going blue dust, and it, <laughs> I mean, that's a memorable one for me as a fan. Um, it, the, the, cut, the cut, the cut they did on Todd Gordon on Richard's <laughs> cut, <laughs> such a perfect cut, you know. Uh, keeping the theme of favorite things, James Sorensen writes: favorite match you had in your '99 run in WWF. Hmm. Oh my god! I had, a, I had some pretty good house show matches that never made air. I liked working with Christian a mm-hmm. lot, Christian Cage. Uh, I had a couple good matches with uh, Val Venus too, because you know, where you know, well Val, you know, was was a good worker. Well, still a good worker, you know. But um, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, back, back in ninety nine, he's got great ideas in the ring. Yeah. In the ring. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we I had some good matches with him where it was, you know, we both gave each other equal offense, equally sold, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I liked working with Val. Um, Mark and Dryden asked a question. I vaguely remember answering this in an early episode, but uh, who were some wrestlers who scared you two in your youth when you first saw them on TV or in the magazines? I remember it then. I mm. think my answer was still, I'm not entirely sure who scared me. Um, I was never really scared of any wrestlers, but some of them made me a little like uncomfortable. Like I remember like nails made me uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, I was like, that's a weird look. You know, I never yeah. liked when the guys were like too mean. Um, cause I'm like, can't we all just get along? But, uh, for me, I guess the first time I legit got scared was, uh, I'm dating myself on this one. Like blackjack Mulligan, mm. uh, would be on WWF TV and, and he had the black glove with the fingers cut out and he would slap on the claw and guys would start bleeding and have to put the big red X on the giant, on the TV insane yeah. censored. And you're just seeing like. You know the guy's bleeding, and then you can see it, like, dripping down the guy's chest and stuff. And it's just like, that was kind of like a horror movie. You know, yeah. that's like my, my first experience with seeing blood on TV in a, in a wrestling match with him doing the call. And he would do demonstrations where he would, you know, squeeze an apple with his hand mm-hmm. and do all these different things to demonstrate his strength with the claw. And then, like, he slapped it on Andre and when he, you know, Andre bled. Oh, my God. You know, just... That's probably my, the first time I was like, oh, my God, that, you know, scary, scary. Yeah, I'm going to need to think about that one and come back to because I know there had to have been one that scared me yeah. as a kid, but I don't um, – I may have been – I was more – I was never, like, fearful as much as I was, like, intimidated, if that makes any sense. Like, And I think yeah. even times like the Sergeant Slaughter when he became – you know, when he was an Iraqi sympathizer – was just yeah. very like, you know, because you didn't really see things like that happening uh, to Hulk Hogan back in the day. And like, it's, yeah. I don't know. Um, but uh, 
Let's see a couple more here, and then we're gonna sure. wrap it up a little little earlier today. Um, but uh, here's a fun one. Uh, I'm in asks, what was the song you came out to at Heatwave 2000, or is it just a network dub? So I guess he's referencing whatever was um, on the the network. Yeah. I I'm I don't know. I'm assuming probably a network dub. Um, My uh, why I came back in. 2000 ECW, my ring music was a cover of the Rod Stewart song, Do You Think I'm Sexy? But it was by a band called The Revolting Cox. Yes, we've talked about that before. No. But, but that, <laughs> I can't forget that the, name. They were trouble, having trouble uh, getting uh, you know played because of their name, Revolting Cox, Cox so they uh, shortened it to Revco. But like, if you get the... Uh, <laughs> If you get like the, the the CDs out there, it's on YouTube. Uh, yeah, the uh, do you think I'm sexy by the Revolting Cox? Uh, great question here, Mike uh, at Cactus Raven seventy four. Do you think ECW would still be around today if it didn't unfortunately go under and eventually bought by the evil empire WWF slash WWE? Um, Dude, do you I think ECW the- would still be? Or- I mean, that's kind of, would ECW still be around if they didn't go out of business? And then, yeah, I guess they'd still be around, right? Yeah. Um, well, if they could have got it, uh, like a network deal and stayed around and got some funding, you know, some cash flow because TNN wasn't giving them any money and they they expected ECW to pull the money out for production and all that stuff. But I think ECW would have, I say this all the time, I think ECW would have went the route of becoming Ring of Honor. Not becoming you, Ring of Honor, but right. going towards that style of Ring of Honor. I was going to say, you think they would have lost the hardcore side of it? Um, I think they would have been, went more towards the athletics. Mm-hmm. You know, Ring of Honor was definitely Ring of Honor was definitely the athletics, and you know, the Ring of Honor Booker Gabe Sapolsky was already in ECW, so yeah. I'm sure Paul would have tapped him to help him with creative, and ECW would have became more like a ring of honor. Um, I think this might be the last one here. Um, well, we have a question from RJ, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think he means cringed. Uh, what was that one moment during a match in ECW that you gringed at? So I think he's going with cringed at. Um, yeah. Um, there was only one. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Uh, See Axel and Balls, or I mean Axel in the end doing the Taipei death matches and stuff. But I was more of a fan then. Yeah. Uh, but as far as being in the company, probably, probably uh, either the night you know Cactus and Terry Funk got burned up, or the the Terry Funk Sabu Barbar match. Mm-hmm. My I balls. Really, oh my balls. Uh, but yeah, seriously, man, watching those guys become a human Bob wire, uh, tumbleweed basically yeah. in the ring, they had to literally cut them out. And I sat there and watched Sabu get stitched while he crazy glued his arm shut. And, well, speaking of balls, um, <laughs> is a great opportunity to talk about today's sponsor uh, of the show. And we're going to have fun, but we're going to get a little serious because we kind of want to bring things home here on an important note. 
Um, yes. Mind of the Meanie is sponsored by Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and is now available in the USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and the EU. We have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use the code MEANIE20 and get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the movement and the, with and the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. But did you know, and we've talked about this a little bit in the past, uh, one guy every hour, every day, is diagnosed with testicular cancer. So this is a reminder to all the men listening to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Manscaped, in addition to providing the right tools and solutions for safe and easy manscaping, has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to spread awareness for men's health and early cancer detection. Together, TCS and Manscaped are committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35. And while, Meanie, you are light years past <laughs> that age range, it's still very important. Uh, they're giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular, testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Um, and while you're down there cleaning up your sack, why not go ahead and give them a little investigation for lumps, changes in size, or any pain? I think we can all agree it's pretty fun playing with your balls anyway, so why not make it, uh, make it count? Manscaped recommends you check yourself once a month. If you do feel any lumps or swelling, of course, give your doctor a call. Uh, in addition to checking yourself regularly, you want to make sure your sack is looking fresh and clean with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Inside the Perfect Package, you will find products that we've talked about before, products and liquid formulations that, uh, that they have been developing to turn your bathroom into a salon for your balls. So all liquid formulations use only the best ingredients. Some of these liquid tools include the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing deodorant for your balls, the Crop Reviver, a spray-on ball toner and refresher, the Perfect Package 3.0 also includes anti-chafing performance boxers that keep your package cool and feeling fresh. So join Manscaped's movement and start taking care of your balls today. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MEANIE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code MEANIE20 at manscaped.com. Your balls and the mind of the meanie will thank you. So, yeah, just wanted to kind of talk about that for a second yeah, man. Uh, before we take work. it home here. Yeah, they do great work. Uh, my bathroom's full of Manscaped products. Uh, I also went out and I didn't even I just went out in my own accord and bought the uh, nose hair trimmer and all that stuff. So yeah. they have some great quality products. Please use our, uh, our code and save some money and some sh shipping. But you're also helping a worthwhile, worthwhile cause. Yes. Um, and, uh, and yeah, gentlemen, check yourself. Uh, and you know what? Well, hey. Once a month, I check once an hour. Uh, <laughs> you check all the time. And, and look. It's the warmest. Warm, warm, just like the, the uh, apron is the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> my balls are the warmest part of my body. So when yeah. I'm cold, just. Mm, yep. You just throw, throw them completely <laughs> over like a, a reverse hoodie. And. Uh, <laughs> Keep yourself warm. Uh, and listen, gentlemen. I'll never drowned. My, uh, my recommendation, too. Not the end of the world to kind of use this with your significant other. 
You know, you're there, you're, you're checking, you just go, hey, I, uh, I need to kind of check down there and I just don't feel like I'm doing a good enough job. If you could help, um, let's, uh, and then guess what? They go down, they see that you've been manscaped, boom, done. They're like, while I'm down here, so um, uh, num, 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 num. Yep. <laughs> oh man, skate.com promo code beanie twenty. Yes. Um. Well, yeah, dude. This was a this was a it's fun a episode. Excellent um, show today. I think this is a Touched lot of fun. Of, We're kind of yeah, kind of a, a a quick in and out over here, but um. Yeah. But hey, these uh, Such these, is life. these mind of the meanie action figures aren't going to ship themselves. So uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, and if you've noticed, I put it back into the the package. So uh, if you end up getting an open one, my bad. Uh, no, we will not send it. Open <laughs> um, Very cool. Um, yeah, but no, this has been a lot of fun. Um, hey, everybody, while you're at it, go to social media and follow us. Uh, at Mind of the Meanie across all platforms. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, and that's the Twitter. Um, make sure that you check us out at youtube.com slash Mind of the Meanie. You can hit that like, hit that subscribe, and hit that little bell so that you know when all kinds of fun things and Mrs. Meanie running, uh, uh, talking with friends, a little uh, inside baseball, any anything, maybe that's what we'll call our behind the scenes. No matter, you don't know what is going to be popping up there, so make sure that you subscribe. Uh, hey, do you like Cameo? Because if you do, go to cameo.com slash bluemeaniebwo uh, or cameo.com slash so says Chernoff, and we'd love to say hey. Uh, also, check out our great shirts. 99.9% of them were created by Andy Slichter. Uh, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Check out some great Blue Meanie and BWO shirts over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. And of course, you want to support me? Go over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash So Says Chernoff. Check us out at Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, we really think you're going to have a lot of fun with us over there. Great community uh, that, that has been created. So I hope that you all check that out. If you watch us on Fight, um, don't stop. Don't stop watching us. Uh, and if you have to stop watching us, then please listen to us. Go uh, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. We drop every single Monday at 6 a.m. That's MondayWrestlingInc.com. Not Friday, as you've reported uh, the last 15 times that you've posted a little snippet from the Blue Meanies, like five-minute interview. Um, they are really, they're getting a lot out of you. Um, but yeah, so definitely check us out over there. Meanie, anything else you want to say before we go? As always, I greatly appreciate everybody involved from you, Josh, to our folks at Patreon, the people who download us every Monday, man. Uh, we have a community here, and I'm grateful to be they do have this community of uh, like-minded folks. Like we said, we're, uh, we have no tolerance for no tolerance. So uh, uh, this uh, was a great show. Great. Uh, I'm glad we got a little bit more folks in the Patreon today because we're doing the, doing on a Friday. Uh, yeah. I love those uh, pre-show uh, chats. So I, I love everything about this show. Uh, it's my uh, escape. 
you know, yep. from uh, the real world. So uh, thank you for everybody for being here. Thank you to Fight for uh, having us. Thank you to Fight for being understanding. And uh, thank you to our Patreon folks. And thank you to Manscaped for uh, yes. believing in this and supporting us. Yes. And uh, again, manscaped.com. Promo code. Mini 20, save 20% plus shipping. Uh, thank you, everybody. Hey, check out So Says Chernoff this Thursday night uh, with Eric Bischoff on fight.tv. Uh, and we will be back next Monday and every Monday for another trip into the mind of the world order. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 